0: Hello and welcome to Project HR, a podcast dedicated to building better workplaces. Project HR is brought to you by IRI Consultants. IRI empowers leaders to prevent and solve mission-critical workforce issues through holistic and sustainable strategies. For more information, you can visit IRI at IRIConsultants.com. I'm Jay Coons, Vice President of Strategic Planning at IRI and your host for this episode of Project HR. Today I am so excited to share IRI's latest development, our acquisition of nationally recognized human capital management consulting firm, People Results. Together, IRI and People Results bring nearly 60 years of experience in helping organizations build capability, improve employee engagement and performance, manage change, strengthen communications, maximize talent and create positive, productive workplaces. Today, we are joined by Sherry Browning, Managing Director of People Results at IRI. Sherry and I thought it only fitting that in this episode, we explore change management through the lens of mergers and acquisitions. Sherry, welcome to IRI and welcome to Project HR.
1: Thanks, Jay. I'm super excited to be here with you today.
0: And I'm super excited you are too. (laughs) Uh, So let's dive right in. So change management was an important part of your work at People Results, and it'll continue to be an important part of what you do here at IRI. But let's start with the basics. What is change management and how do you approach it?
1: Oh, Jay, I love this question. I actually get this question quite often from friends and family and clients that are trying to understand what it is that I do all day. Um, Change management is really all about driving adoption of something new. So Mm -hmm. that new might be a system. It might be a change in a process. It might be a different behavior that you're trying to drive within Mm -hmm. your organization. It could even be something pretty big, like a change in structure or business strategy. There's really a very structured methodology that anchors change management, and we really approach it on two levels. So the first is really a very strategic lens. So that strategic lens is what are you trying to accomplish and what changes do you need to drive to be able to accomplish that business objective, right? So what outcome are you looking for? And the strategy piece of our work with change management is super essential, um, but it's not enough because you also have to work at a very practical level too. So while there's a really great methodology that we use in doing change management work, um, and there are many different methodologies that we leverage, the practical piece of it is essential. So it's using things like engaging the right stakeholders, um, putting an effective communications narrative together to tell your story and Mm -hmm. get people to buy in and visualize what you're trying to do. And there's other pieces like training that are part of change management. Those are kind of what I call, kind of quote unquote, traditional change management. Mm-hmm. But change management is really much more than that. It's actually going beyond some of those basics to be able to try to identify and mitigate resistance to change. And at the same time, drive adoption of whatever it is that's new that you're, that you're trying to do. So it's very customized to the, to each situation that we work on uh, with our clients for that reason.
0: There's so many pieces to that. And as an old HR person, I'm, I'm thinking about disruptors that could get in the way or where there might be some resistance. Could you describe what you see in terms of what causes a need for effective change management?
1: Yeah, that's another great question because change is all around us, and the pace of change for most organizations and most leaders really feels like it's been on an accelerated path and is continuing to accelerate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some of the most common types of changes are really organizational like things, you know, things like restructuring your functions, maybe um, changing the way certain jobs work or teams work. So for example, one very common area that we get involved in is big system changes. So um, when companies are trying to maybe move away from legacy systems that they've sort of band-aided together for years and move to a new platform, for like an ERP system, for example, something like Oracle, Hmm. we get involved in those kinds of changes because you need your people to not only know how to use the system, but be able to drive new kind of ways of working with the system. So those systems implementations really change those processes and ways of working. You have to be very intentional to create the right awareness within your organization and educate mm-hmm. your audience to drive that behavior change. I, I think there's also a lot of change that I'm seeing with clients is being able to manage big shifts around processes. So if you have an operating model that you're used to working within and you're changing something about the way you work and about how operations are driven, whether it's process change or not, those are some examples Mm -hmm. of big organizational changes Um, We also see a lot of companies that, again, are having to accelerate the pace of defining a business strategy uh, that Mm -hmm. encompasses some pretty major objectives that would change. I mean, companies are just having to be more agile than they ever really have. Um, And really, the the task of operationalizing a business strategy change, it can't take forever. I mean, companies are looking for more immediate results, right? exactly Mm -hmm. so so we had an example recently of a client that we worked with uh where we they were doing really what they thought was going to be a five-year change that turned into a three-year change that really needed to be uh, about a one to one and a half year change help them develop really an overall kind of people and organizational strategy that encompassed elements of change management to get that um, buy-in and really start to transform a a very massive operation to do some things differently.
0: Wow, there's so many pieces here, Sherry. Let's talk more about mergers and acquisitions. What kinds of disruptions does that create And what is the impact of people when this isn't done well?
1: That is another great question, because if you think about all the things I talked about, uh, mergers, acquisitions, divestitures, that's all of those disruptions plus more, right? Right. Um, It really, mergers and acquisitions especially, there has to be a clear vision and a strategy aligned with why you're doing it in the first place. It has to be clear. You have to have a great comprehensive communication strategy, for example, and a plan to be able to tell the story, to get buy-in at every step of the way. And then there's things like harmonizing systems, which is a massive undertaking when you're talking about a merger, for example, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then, you know, really, we think that there's a lot of clients that we work with in this space who kind of have this very accelerated timeline and they th- they execute a lot of the pieces of helping two companies come together um, or in the case of divestitures, carving them out but they don't really pay attention to what happens on day one. How are these two companies expected to operate? So, you know, making sure that there's an effective change management plan to help people be productive on day one, where there may be a lot of things that stay the same, but there are some new things that will happen is essential. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's, it's one of the things that we pay attention to a lot in our change management work.
0: Yeah, there's just so much here. Um, So tell us about some of the common mistakes that you see people making or organizations making when they're going through these big change processes.
1: That is another great question, Jay. I think, you know, most commonly, probably the biggest mistake that we see that companies make is kind of having this field of dreams uh vision which is Mm. if we build it they will come right which again vision is very important but you have to tactically have a great plan to proactively manage the change from beginning to end There's also, in many cases, a very legitimate business driver about wanting to go fast and get something implemented quickly without looking at the downstream implications of that. How is that going to change the Mm -hmm. way you operate or how your processes work or even the jobs that people have? And then I think the other part of it is uh, back to the field of dreams analogy. For those that remember that movie, there's a little bit of... um, executive leadership communications around any big business transformation, including mergers, that's where executives sort of think, hey, I've explained this once. People mm. should get it. Mm-hmm. And that's just not true. I mean, there's there's a sort of an old saying that you have to communicate seven times, seven ways. And while okay. I don't really think that's exactly perfect in terms of explaining an approach, um, it's essential that you keep people engage throughout by, again, having the right narrative and the right communication strategy to take it forward. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. So if we think about our listeners, Sherry, who are tuned into this episode, they're going through this process right now. What would you say are the top two or three key things they should keep in mind to do this right
1: Well, I think the first one is one of my very favorite sayings, um, and I'm sort of known for this, which is hope is not a strategy. (laughs) So you can hope uh, all you want that things are going to be effective and that your change is magically going to uh, be adopted within the organization, but you have to have an effective strategy. I just love this one um and this is one of the things that gets me excited and gets me up in the morning is helping our clients through being able to actually create an effective strategy. I think the second thing I am thinking about is that it's just essential to get your people engaged in driving adoption. You know, it used to be that organizations were very top down and hierarchical and you could cascade stuff or people would go do things just because their leaders were asking them to do it. And that is just not the reality in organizations anymore. That top-down mentality, it just doesn't work anymore. You have to find your adopters. You have to find your influencers at all levels in the organization to really you know, make your change stick. Um, and the last one I guess I would share, I, I think I alluded to this, and um, one of the other answers is, you, sometimes you have to go slow to go fast. Yeah. You have to make sure you have a very solid, holistic plan that encompasses all the areas of your change uh, to be able to make it happen at the pace that you need to go.
0: Great advice. Yeah, great advice. So with you and your team now under our roof, how can IRI consultants help companies manage change? when it comes to mergers and acquisitions and, quite honestly, other big change projects?
1: Well, we love to help our clients with all of that work. And we have a lot of experience in helping Fortune 50 clients do exactly that. Um, we get involved in a variety of ways. Sometimes we are the arms and legs, as we say, kind of, you know, day to day on the ground, helping to manage the change. Sometimes we get involved in just helping executives you know, create that strategy and figure out ways to do it themselves. Sometimes if they have teams on the ground that are involved in, uh, in that change process, uh, we love big, complex global projects. We've worked on many of Mm -hmm. them, so we have a variety of ways that we can adjust what we do to fit the needs of the unique, um, situation that our clients are facing.
0: That's excellent. That's excellent. So for those interested in learning more about this topic, Sherry, where should they go?
1: You know, I would love to talk to you and you can reach me at my email, which is sbrowning at peopleresults.com. results.com. It's people-results.com. Uh, you can also connect with us through the IRI website. We are so excited to be part of IRI uh, and continue our great work together.
0: And of course, listeners can always reach out to me as well at jaycoons that's the letter J, K-U-H-N-S, at iriconsultants.com. Sherry, thanks so much for joining us today on this week's episode of Project HR.
1: Oh, it's been great, Jay. Thank you so much.
0: And to our listeners, once again, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to Project HR, a new episode posts every other Thursday, and as always, feel free to drop us a line at HR at iriconsultants.com or leave us a review and a handful of stars wherever you get your content. That's all for this episode of Project HR. Let's make it a great day at work.